1: Let's get to the women's side because this is where, this is how this all started, yes. you know, with one of do the rankings for the women's side to see like, hey, you know, let, let, let's rank them and see. And and part of this too for me was an exercise in seeing like, okay, people are saying that, hey, um, you know, be patient. Um, let's actually look at the talent and see how much talent there is. And I had a tough time, honestly, mm-hmm. with this list because there's so many names. Honestly, there's there's officially, I think, 24, 24 25 uh, wrestlers, you said that they had on their website, yep. And I was rattling off names, you know, left and right, going, Oh man, like, who do I <laughs> leave off? How do I do this? And they've got like, a lot of talent, who do I right, put, I put
0: above like, who ranking wise, yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So,
1: and it's tough. And I don't know, even looking at this now, I kind of have even contentions with my own list, like, I kind of want to move. Some people up a little bit more, even as I'm looking at this mid podcast right now, mid recording podcast. I'm already going through it right now. I'm like, I do not have Chris Stanlander high enough. Like, I'm just looking at it right now. Serena Deem, she's way too I low. Think I, I think I got her high
0: enough. I think I got Chris <laughs> Like, Yeah, just, Serena Deem, I got her. Like, I, think, like, I think, I think my I think, yeah, my, my list is.
1: I'm going to stick with it. I'm just going to say where I'm at, and then, you know, this could be something. Yeah, we can man, stand on it, man. And, you just stand on oh, it. It's going to be what it is. So, Number 12, I have Anna Jay. Um, Anna Jay, I feel like, you know, she has been a, an integral member of the Dark Order. Um, yeah. She, for me, is kind of in that leadership role. Like, they're not really naming a leader. But anytime yep. like, when they were having their infighting, it was Anna Jay who told them, like, like, hey, y'all figure this shit out or you're not coming out there with me, period. Like, and they just shut up and listen to her. She's the queen mm-hmm. of the Dark Order. And in wrestle matches, I feel like, wrestling ma- matches have been strong her um charisma is there but also i think that she could be one of those like young pillars for the women as far as um mjf something that he said in an interview he said uh some people were saying why didn't you you know put yourself with names like um you know the jerichos or the kenny omegas like why did you pick the junk you know jungle boy you know darby allen you know, guys like that And he's like well all those other guys, like yeah, they're they're great now, but they're a lot older than me. And I'm saying I'm going to be here when I when I'm you know for 25 years. You know I'm going to be here for 20 25 plus years. So I'm trying to establish and name names of people who are all like young like me in our 20s, mm-hmm. and they're going to be there with me in the next 25 years. And I said, man, that's a great point. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like Deanna Jays, the Take Conti's, like them. They, his could, foundation. they could be the foundation for the next 20, 25 years for this women's division if they really wanted to, you know, to, to do that and to keep them around for that long. Yeah. So, you know, Anna Jay, I feel like I could see her as being a, a person that now, yes, she's still building. But, you know, mm-hmm. she's got the look. She's got strong wrestling abilities. She's in a faction that is wildly popular. And she went from being this magician character that I was just like, I don't know if this is going to work at all, to being in a faction that I love. And I look at Anna J. and I say, you know what? Yeah, like I could see you being something. Like you just keep at it, keep doing what you're doing, and she's going to be great. So Anna J. I've got at twelve. Number eleven, I've got Red Velvet. Red Velvet, stir it up. I think, mm. Red, yeah, I like Red Velvet. I feel like Red Velvet. You know, people her- might say
0: they like. Well, these are the two women who seems to be the most what well, when it comes to like wrestling wise a little bit undeveloped
1: and that's not i don't have an issue with that i feel okay. like for me again when i talked about anna J and talking about like building blocks for the women's division mm-hmm. like she i think anna J is gonna be around for a long time she's really young i feel like red velvet too she's new in the game but she's catching on really quick and she's getting you know as as green as they say she is she's one of the few that's that I feel like we do see her somewhat regularly over some of the other names that I'm going to mention, and okay. so to me, and she's in the tournament. You know, she you know had the uh, the, the little bit of a feud with Jay Cargill that's going to resume in this TBS tournament. We're going to see that. Like, she actually has a story going on. Like, it seems like there's actually development going into Red Velvet right now that some of the mm-hmm. other women are not getting. So for me, as far as a ranking, like I I put her there. Because I feel like even though they like her and and Anna J are the most green that I have on this list, um, they're the ones that are maybe getting the best development in general on this list, which is kind of weird to say, but that's just my opinion on based on what I'm watching them do as far as booking.
0: I get that. I understand? That, like man. story. Like they're, they're getting the experience.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah. So so those two I have at twelve and eleven. Now ten. So this is where. You know, I'm going to say, like, all the people here, they are, I think, people who, if you put a championship on them right now, no one's going to be like, what? what? No. If you started from this part here, because, again, I started this as a top 10. So, yeah. the 12 is like, hey, Anna J, Red Velvet, I feel like they need to be represented because, for me, you know, those two, I just, I feel like they are on that cusp. But – Number 10, I've got Abaddon, right? And Ooh. Abaddon is somebody who, when she shows up on screen, yeah. you're watching. You're like, what it's, the fuck am true. I looking at right yep. now? Yep. And she is rarely used on television. She really mm-hmm. doesn't have any buildup, really no storyline. Mm-hmm. But anytime, like even Brett Baker didn't want to fight her, she's like, oh, hell no. I don't want any of this. <laughs> and it's, it's believable. It's understandable. Yes. I get it. Yes, yes. Um, but, you know, just her character and just how how much you can tell how invested She's she invested. is in this She's character. In and it, it scares the shit out of me watching it. And I'm like, yeah, this is yeah. perfect. This is the type of person that you can say, hey, if if you were to say put Britt Baker instead of take Conti in that matchup with her, I'd All be right. afraid that yeah, Brett might lose. And it could be Abaddon as world champion. And what the hell is that going to look like? Let me tune in to see what Abaddon as AEW (laughs) women's champion is going to look like. So for me, Abaddon is there in that top 10. Number nine for me is Jay Cargill. Jay Cargill right now, she looks like a million bucks. She looks like a billion bucks. She has the look. She's got that presence. The Mm -hmm. wrestling in the ring right now, she's doing just enough with Mm -hmm. the power moves the length of the matches too are perfect for her. She's going out there and she's dominating, you know, and just overall, like she's, she's starting, right. Like you said, the pacing, right. Learning from Mm -hmm. guys like the tribal chief, like, Hey, take your time, you know, talking to the camera, letting people know I'm Mm -hmm. that bitch. Like she, she's got (laughs) like, these are the, the basic building blocks of someone who could be a world champion. So for me, if you put the TBS championship on her, no one's going to say, hey, what the hell? They're going to be like, yeah, no, that makes sense. You know, her as TBS champion would make sense. Her as AEW world champion makes sense. If she were to show up every week and have a matchup where she does exactly what she does now, no one's going to be like, oh, you know, what the hell's going on? Why is she on TV? No, it's going to be understandable. She's going to go out. She's going to break you know, these girls that she goes against, and it's going to be entertaining as fuck. So, for me, Jay Cargill <laughs> is number nine. Another person who likes to, and I mean, I think she used the phrase break bitches, is Nyla Rose. Woo-hoo. Nyla Rose, too, number eight. That's She goes out there, and she does work, power wrestling. Her and Jay Cargill are kind of in that same, like, dominant um takes their time to really put damage on people yeah um, but nyla is a little bit more like i guess athletic and she's willing to go to the top rope and do a move here or there for two to mix it up a little bit a little bit more experience in the game but really you put nyla rose in a matchup with anybody and for me nyla is gonna be like that that fear factor of oh she's gonna she's gonna break this chick like it just, it's terrifying and stuff like that. I feel like, yes, that's must see TV. Yes. Like you put the championship on someone like her and it's like, damn, like who's, who's next to get destroyed. So, and I, I feel like there is, there is an opportunity for more with Nyla and Jade, like those two going against each other, like the unstoppable force meets the immovable object. Like mm, what could you do there as I far like as like, story? yeah, just yeah. like, Hey, Who's who's the batter of the two? You know, like just let them go at it a little bit. I think that'd be fun. (laughs) Yeah, but then putting them against anybody else here, I feel like you're going to have a strong matchup because you're going to have like the David and Goliath, you know, power versus speed, Mm -hmm. you know, matchup. So I think that there's potential there as well. All right, now here's where we get into your technical wrestlers, like the ones that in AEW right now that I feel like one. Also, you can put the championship on them. But also, too, from a technical wrestling standpoint, they've got it. Like, no excuses. Like, you could say, okay, Anna J, Red Velvet, Jay Cargill, and eh, they're still a little bit green in the ring. But don't tell me Serena Deeb is green in the ring. Mm-hmm. Do not. Mm-hmm. Do not tell me number seven <laughs> Serena Deeb is green in the ring. No. Serena Deeb is someone who, regardless of what company you, you're, you're, you're talking about, the women there, they know her name. They know what she's about. They respect her. They say, "Hey, she's amazing. She's awesome." You watch the matches. You watch her and um, and Hikaru Shida in that last matchup they had in the tournament, and that to me was a five star matchup. And it's like, how do you how do you not respect the work that that woman can do? Yes, you could say, well, on the microphone, yeah, she's not yeah, Jungle Boy not you know super you know comfortable on the microphone yet either. He's yeah. getting there. But he's not someone who I would say he's on MJF's level, you know, or on Chris Jericho's level. So that shouldn't be the bar. You know what I'm saying? If anything, if they can just go out there because the wrestling, you say you don't want them to botch. Okay, fine. Serena Deeb is one that you know you can trust to go out there and put on a solid matchup every single week. Consistently. Consistent. So no problem there. Tay Conti. Tay Conti is next at number six for me. Tay Conti, I don't want to hear any more about her being green. I don't want to hear any more about you know, her issues. Look, she's going out there. She's having great matches. She's wrestling yeah. Britt Baker for the championship right now. I think she's proven herself to say, hey, she's a person that can be on television every week. And also, too, just the popularity she has from social media, from listening to the crowd every time she's out there. They love Tay Conti. They've accepted who Tay Conti is, how she wrestles. At this yes. point, it's like... They just want to see her now. They want to see more of her. She was on Dark uh, just this last episode. Put that shit on, on Dynamite. Just put it on Dynamite. Why are you keeping Tay Conti? She's always sh-
0: on Dark. Yeah. She's always on Dark. Every week, bro. Even like, when I went to go see CM Punk and they did all those Dark matches before Rampage, mm-hmm. I saw Tay Conti. Yeah. In Dark. Like,
1: you know, for me, it's just Tay Conti, her star is at, an, at a high right now, and you have mm-hmm. to take advantage of that. You got to put that, put her in front of as many of these casual fans, whether it's AEW, Dynamite, Rampage, doesn't matter. Tay Conti should be on those shows one way or another. And for me, wrestling. Have her wrestle, you know, at least on one of those two shows every week. Like, she should be on one of those two shows every week, whether it's Dynamite or Rampage, no excuses. Tay Conti is there. She's proven it. Done. Uh, Number five for me is Chris Stanlander. Chris Statlander, again, it's kind of in a similar vein as Conti, where I'm saying, like, I don't see the holes in her game at this point to say I'm going to keep her off of television because she's green or she can't do this yeah. or that. The fans love her. They love Chris Statlander. The little, you know, boot me, boot me. Like, they all just <laughs> love that little thing that she does. Um, just her character, the whole alien thing. Like, people have accepted it. You know, she's with the best friends, and she's over with them. But she's over by herself, too. She has a match. She goes out there and has matches, and people are into it. I'm into it. Like, I just – and it seems like she's so capable in the ring. She's pulling top rope moves, power moves. She can handle herself. No reason to keep her off television. Hikaru Shida. I just talked about the matchup with Serena Deeb. Hikaru Shida's at number four. The Match with Serena Deep, five star matchup. How are you not capitalizing on that and having Karhita <laughs> just wrestle every single time after that? Like you just there's no excuse for that. When,
0: Do you remember how she was treated as the champion?
1: Exactly. She was in the in the audience, just part of the part of the crowd, basically. Just happy she to was be You Happy to be here. Just hey, I'm just here. Like, no. No, and she's she's the longest reigning champion now, too. But if it doesn't feel like that like it just i don't know it feels like they they took it for granted like that whole run like AEW took it for granted it didn't really showcase her it didn't really let us get to know her you know like we should have
0: yeah cuz you, you say like yeah she was the longest reigning AEW women's champion like we should we should know that all the time shit i know Baylor would let you know all the time you know mm-hmm. she's not champion but she would let you know that'd be like one of the first things that would come out her mouth is her Dude. resume Dude.
1: <laughs> they talk more about the fact that she's the first of 50 more than the fact that she's the longest reigning aew women's champion and 50 wins is great like that's that's cool to to make that a thing and have the plaque and everything and Serena yeah. Deep and her story being sent around that Serena Deep doesn't want her to you know, I'm not going to be the 50th win. What the fuck? No. But, <laughs> you know, but the, the, she was the longest reigning champion. That should mean something. To me, it means something. You know, she's, she's just one of the best they got. Okay. Ruby Soho. She comes over. She's number three. For me, number three. Um, she comes okay. over from WWE. And it's like, as soon as she got released, I said to myself, she needs to go there. She needs to go to AEW. And she could be one of the top stars in AEW, period. Like Ruby was so underutilized in WWE, it was disrespectful. And so for her to go to AEW, it's like, okay, I think this is a place that's going to really accept her and let her shine and let her flourish. And you see Tony Khan with her, um, you know, after All Out, you know, and it seemed like she's just glowing. She's so happy to be here, be mm-hmm. there. Uh, Tony is so happy to have her there. It's awesome. You see her matches. She's sharp. You you see her you hear her promos she is sharp oh, like everything is just clicking with her and you know for me it's just like okay again what are the holes in Ruby's game to keep you to keep her off of television like what is it about her that would say to you I can't have her on every episode that we have period like <laughs> let's just get you work <laughs> I don't care every episode of Dynamite every episode of of Rampage. You telling me like okay if we do that too much people are gonna get tired of her, let let me see that happen and then let's turn her heel if that's gonna be the case, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't that's I don't a, even buy that.
0: Yeah, like like even even you know last week when you said you know the AEW crowd that type of crowd wouldn't get tired of having consistent Ruby Soho matches, no way week by week. No way. Yeah. No I way. Was, the, man, that, the AEW crowd, that somewhat reminds me of a Saudi crowd. They just. Yeah.
1: <laughs> they're happy with pretty much anything. Happy to be you know, there,
0: man. Love.
1: They genuinely love everything that AEW does. Yes. So it does not matter who you put out there. They're going to love it. And you know what? If they make mistakes, they're going to understand. They're going to be okay with it. It's going to be fine the 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 cage match that MJF and Chris Jericho had and that that <laughs> ridiculous ending, the death match, you know, that we had with yeah. that ridiculous yeah. ending, and still AEW fans love it. So you mean to tell me they're not going to do the same thing for the women? Really? And 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 with these women that I'm saying right now, I feel like you don't even really have to worry about like huge issues with botching with yeah. at least the top 10, I would say. Like, yeah, Ruby Soho specifically, I'm not worried about her in ring. You know, if anything, she is one of the more ready, period. But starting from Serena Deeb, I got Serena Deeb at seven, Tay Conti at six, Chris Stetlander at five, mm-hmm. and Carl Sheet at four, Ruby Soho at three. You tell me any one of them that you would say, oh, I don't I don't think that they're going to have a good match if I put them in the ring tonight.
0: Like, Yeah, I can't. I can't. There's no rebuttal for that for me, sir. Right. It just isn't. (laughs) It just isn't. So I'm going to keep going.
1: The top two. (laughs) Top two. It's going to be pretty predictable here, but, you know, it is what it is. Thunder Rosa, number two. (laughs) Love Thunder Rosa. It's Thunder Rosa. What else do you have to say? Yeah, it's just she's awesome. Now, some will say, okay, she's got a lot going on. I get it. Okay, cool. But, you know, Thunder Rosa does wrestle on Dark, too. You know, like, they could just say, hey, instead of having you wrestle on Dark, we'll just have you wrestle on Dynamite. We'll just yeah. keep it to that. Like, we'll keep you to the main shows and then have the one the wrestlers that need a little bit more work, we'll put them on Dark. So you could just do that. Now, we do have a six-woman tag match coming up on Dynamite tomorrow that'll have Thunder Rosa and it'll have Teconti teaming up together. So, we will get them both in the same matchup, but Consistency to have someone in Thunder Rose in your company and not put them on television to not be able to find TV time for them to go out there and wrestle not just promos but wrestle. Yes, that's that's come on, man. What are we doing? And finally, number one, you know what time it is. Dr. Britt Baker, D M D number one. There's no debate, there's no question. She's killing it as champion. Her wrestling. Don't give me, oh, you know, she's botching or whatever. No, 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 no. She's awesome. She's pulling, you know, destroyers. She's improved so much. She's on point with the wrestling, on Mm -hmm. point with the promos. There is no one better right now. And I could make an argument that even if you put her against the women of WWE, that she's right up there with them now. Like, Mm. so just there's Mm. no question about it with Dr. Mm. Britt Baker. She's on that level right now. I'm saying with Sasha, with Charlotte, mm. with Bailey, with Becky, mm. I would put Dr. Britt Baker right there. Say with your chest right in it. She's right there with the four Horsewomen. I'm mm. saying it, I said it, it's done. She's on she that level decided. for me. So hey, yes, have her wrestle. Show have her in the ring do her thing and cut promos build a whole show storyline around her. Do it. Strap that rocket on her back and let's go. It's time. So <laughs> that's where I'm at with that. So Dr. Britt Baker, number one. So the list in the entirety, Anna J, Red Velvet, are 12 and 11. And I got Abaddon at 10, Jay Cargill at 9, Nyla Rose at 8, Serenity Deeb at 7, Tay Conti at 6, Chris Statlander at 5, Akashita at 4, Ruby Soho at 3, Thunder Rosa at 2, and Dr. Britt Baker, DMD at 1.
0: There oh, man. Nice list, nice list. I love it, brother. So, my top 12 (laughs) for the (laughs) AEW women's. All right, so it's funny that you had Abaddon at number 10. I got her at 12. Okay. Abaddon, yes. Like, for this very same reason you said it, man. Like, you you, you spoke well about it. Like, she is, she makes you glued to the screen. Like, you want to know about her like yeah we haven't seen much about her you haven't seen much of her wrestling promo wise whatnot but her character is so so loud that yeah. you have to take notice like man and that match she had with brick breaker was slapping bro she mm-hmm. the, the thumbtacks and you know i'm like oh we doing that like, oh, seriously <laughs> seriously <laughs> them ladies got down bro yeah and that that's what you if maybe if I didn't have seen that match, Abaddon with Britt Baker, I'll probably have it right on the outside. Maybe you know, honorable mention for Abaddon, but you know, yeah, she she already slapping with the character, but seeing her again and with you know, with one of the top top women in wrestling, Britt Baker, just seeing the type of match they had, hardcore style, shit, yeah. hell yeah. I'll rank you number 12, I'll put you in the rankings. <laughs> <laughs> Number 11. I'm surprised I didn't hear this name from you, sir.
1: You're going to say about- Layla Hirsch? Oh! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it, 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 it was tough. It hurt me. I just I feel like, like I haven't seen enough. you the
0: tactical guy, bro. No, I know. I'm I like, love Layla huh? Hirsch. I
1: love Layla Hirsch. I'm like, okay, it.
0: okay. I'm like, maybe minute, you got it up I was, hard. I, then, then I, I almost I cut didn't... you off. I almost cut
1: you off, and I was going to say <laughs> honorable mention, because that's one of those that, you know, yeah. when, I, when I was going over this, I'm like I just, she hasn't done much recently, and it's hard for me to put her there. Like you know, in in this list over any of these women now. But from she a technical wrestling, wrestling standpoint, from a technical wrestling standpoint, I put her over Anna J and I put her over Red Velvet. Like that's that's easy, clean, just pure wrestling. Yes, Layla Hirsch is going to be on this list. <laughs> Overall, it's just you know I want. That's part of the problem is like, they're not showcasing her as much as I feel like she
0: yeah. deserves. So, you know, but the is, times I've seen her, I'm like, I'm I'll she's always... great. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. So yes. it stays in my yes. brain. Absolutely. I'm like, yeah, Yes. Number 11, Layla Hirsch. Yeah. I like,
1: I'm tempted to even say, Hey, you know what energy? I'm sorry. I'm gonna put Layla Hirsch above <laughs> you, <laughs> you know, right now. here,
0: Let me scratch bro. this list out. Let no, but I, out. the list <laughs> is
1: what it is. And you know, we'll revisit it in the future, but Layla Hirsch deserves, deserves that love. Absolutely. All
0: right. Number 10, Jade Cargill, yeah. yes, one of the future pillars, I think, in the women's division. Mm-hmm. She's being booked like a superstar. I love it. Uh, her and her manager was it Mark Lester or Mark Esquire or something like that? I don't you I don't know, know it was Mark something. <laughs> with no, Mark. Mark something. Mark. Mark something. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, y'all correct me out there in the YouTube world or you know, podcast, uh, Spotify world. Just let me know. But anyways, yeah. Number 10, Jay Cargill. Yeah, man, she is phenomenal, bro. Just look-wise, she she has it. You know, character-wise, she got it. Wrestling-wise, it's it's coming together. You know what I'm saying? She has a lot of potential to get even better, you know, and and that's what excites me, too. Like, man, she's just on the cuffs. Like, I, I can't wait. When when it all clicks for her but right now she's she's the powerhouse she got the power game i love i love the pacing of her matches she takes the time i love the time i love every time the way she pins she flexes too like it she's showing off like showing off to the crowd speaking to the crowd yeah so she want people to take notice she has a good catchphrase i'm that bitch you know so that's cool uh, Like you said, man, like I was, I would love to see a match. I would love to see the match between Nyla Rose and Jay Cargill, man. You know, maybe it'll be like a stipulation, like, cause like to use that bitch. And like, man, the baddest bitch, you know. <laughs> to- <laughs> right, right, right. Who can right. use this? Only one
1: can use this going forward. Right. <laughs> Whoever wins this matchup, <laughs> there can only be
0: one. Baddest bitch stipulation. Right, right,
1: right, right, right. <laughs>
0: Oh, man, but, yeah. But, like, yeah, yeah, that, that, that's me fantasy booking. But, yeah, man, she she got it, man. That's why I got her at number 10, Jade Cargill. Number nine, Tay Conti. Nice. Yes. Yes, she has the look. Uh, I love the, the martial arts background she brings, and, like, mm-hmm. I love the kicks she brings. Now she's getting more into the technical wrestling, too, with a little bit of the power game, which I can appreciate. Love jujitsu. Yes, yes, she (laughs) is a master at that. You know, she don't, you know, she don't fuck around with that. That's (laughs) what I'm saying. Uh, but yeah, man, take Conti, man. Like, she, I'm, I'm glad that I, I, maybe. And which, which I don't understand. Like, why did NXT have the handcuffs on her? Mm. Like, That's like, one that they they flubbed
1: that man bad. Like man, I don't understand Yeah, right. Black and gold version. This ain't NXT. Yeah. this is
0: before before they converted to 2.0. This was yeah. like triple H running things, bro. I'm like
1: I remember her being in the Mae young classic and thinking like, yeah. okay, yeah, like she's got something. And then she would show up every once in a while on NXT and it just I don't know. It just for whatever reason She would do great, but then they would book her to lose. And it just didn't make any sense. And, yeah, then it just seemed like, okay, she put out that post. Like, she, she um, something about her, I don't know if she thought she was fired or she was a free agent. Then she Mm -hmm. showed up in dark matches with a T-shirt, kind of hinting to the crowd like she's a free agent. And finally she was released. And it was so weird. I'm like, What? Like, what are you guys thinking? Yes. And for her to land in AEW, I was like, okay, cool. Like, a second chance is great. And it's just, it's amazing to see her flourish now.
0: Like, she's, yeah, she's she, doing she, a great job. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the dy- dynamic between her and Anna Jay, man. Like, the freedom, yeah. you know, how, how it blossoms on air with their chemistry. Love that, man. And, uh, yeah, man, Tay Conti, like I said, like, yeah, they floundered that in NXT. Because mm-hmm. I, I, that caught my attention She'd come out say, Latinas do it better. I'm like, oh, who's this? You know what I'm saying? And come out with that, you know, that, that music yep. I am like, oh, okay, cool. Yep. Yep. And then she got released, she come over to A-Dub and she just, man, she just showed off. I was yep. like, wow, she is yep. a superstar. That match man. with
1: uh, Hikaru Shida for the yes. championship.
0: Oh, yes. Fire. Yes. Fire, bro. Yes. And then possibly this match. For this is going to be great full gear. Oh, man. man Tay <laughs> Conte. That's, that, that could be possibly fire, man. So I yeah. can't wait for that. But yeah, number uh, what was it? Number nine, take Conte. Yeah. Number eight, Swole. Big yeah, I knew you would put big, big Swole. You know I got, you know I'm going to put Big Swole on this list. <laughs> as, much as, big, as much as times I haven't talked about yes. Big Swole. Yes, <laughs> and I got a top ten, too. So, Big Swole, just, what more can I say? Like, i i you know when when i see the crowd respond to her I, I get confused when i hear people say like you know she 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 gets lost on people i think she does it. Uh, she's relatable she comes out all hype uh that diamante rivalry feud on dark was so fucking cold so fucking slapping they even had like the promo work what kills me that they took their time with this and they mm. refused not to put it on dynamite yeah like they actually had a sit down promo style and mark henry sitting you know being a mediator, and that shit was fire bro i'm like wow what are we doing it makes me Why? mad
1: because i didn't get i didn't see that you know because i don't watch dark i don't watch elevation exactly. and
0: you you'll know, tap e- in from here and there like you know yeah you know, like i saw just, the last
1: one but every yeah. once in a while you know, like, I'll just see it, but I won't see it consistently. And I didn't see it during that time period. And so watching Dynamite, I, watching Dynamite and Rampage exclusively, I wouldn't even know that existed, you know, unless, until you bring it up. <laughs> so that's that shows just how shitty that is. If you got something that good going on on Dark, bring it over to, to Dynamite. Yeah. Why not?
0: Big Swole yeah. is a star. She got the mouthpiece. I remember when she took this break and came back and said, you know basically i'm just paraphrasing that you know she's going to be that she's like she's taking no prisoners basically like she's going to be that chick just wreck everyone but haven't seen that on no. the main show yep you yep. know like that's that's why i get frustrated when uh with AEW on the women's side when you you want to hide this greatness yeah. like no nah, just just put it on dark you know just just keep it over there we don't need that on TNT. We don't need people to see that. Why? It's, it's part right. of your pro. This is good shit right here. Right. You know, add that second part, that second match we act, that second women's match that we're asking. That mm-hmm. that was one of them right there, bro. That was that it. That feud. You yeah. could have gave us that three, whatever, three, four weeks. Yep. Bye, bye, bam, all right, and then cool. Move on. Yep. Yeah, but number eight, Big Swo, Number seven. Serena, motherfucking deep.
1: Yeah, we both yeah. got Serena D at seven. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, man. We both got Serena D at
0: seven. It's crazy. Yeah, but she is, uh, man, a master in in the ring. And now I love this heel turn too. And she's not with mm. the the whole bullshit of being the fiftieth wrestler. Like you cashing, you cashing in on me. You no know, fifty wins. <laughs> like, fuck that. Right. <laughs> no. Nope. Not letting that happen, yeah. Right, dude. and I took that personal. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> right, man. Like, And I love this whole attitude because she was always vicious in the ring mm-hmm. to me. The way uh, she had the couple of matches she had with It Was Her and Thunder Rosa. I'm like, man, she could get down. Like, I see how she's violent, but she's coming out as a face. But then she did that that switch to heel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're killing it. I want to see you as a potential you know, as an AEW champion, like yep. I think from like eight on, I could see anybody or maybe just 10 on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I got to take Conti. I was gonna ten say, on. with your list ten right on. here, yeah yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. from 10 on, any one of these women can be AEW champion. Like, you, you yeah. have the roster.
1: Legit, for me too, that's where it started because for me, I had Abaddon at 10.
0: And so yeah. going up from there, I literally any of them could be champion. Yeah. yeah. I, am, I You know what? I could see Layla Hirsch being TBS champion. Matter of yes. fact, fuck that. That whole 12. That whole yeah. 12. As soon as I get to the, you know, the, the, the 6, 5. But, yeah. That whole 12, bro, could be TBS champions. Yeah, because
1: Layla Hirsch, you know, Layla Hirsch and Big Swole. So, again, the reason why I don't have those two on there is because yeah. I feel like they're just not – they're not being showcased really at all, you know, when it comes to Dynamite. And uh, and rampage, you know, you'll mm-hmm. see them on dark, and you'll see them on, you know, you know, just in general, and maybe once in a while, Layla Hirsch, you know, will be there on Dynamite, but for the most part, like they don't really showcase them. Red Velvet and A J, I feel like they get shown a little bit more, and I feel like there's more um, effort being put into trying to develop them into something, you know. So that's kind of why I had them there. But I would say this that I feel that Big Swole and Layla Hirsch, I feel are further along as far as being ready to be a champion like TBS uh, or yeah. AEW yeah. champion
0: than yeah. and Red Velvet or Nana J, yes. Yeah, that's true, that's true. Uh, so I had number seven, uh, yeah, you were Serena, Serena deep Yep, so number six, Ruby. Soho,
1: wow, okay. So you got her lower than Adamir at three, but go ahead, okay, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was like, when you had a three, I was like a little high for me, but you know, really, (laughs) come on now, it's Ruby a couple spots higher than I was. You, you, hey, hey, once once you see the once I go high, you'll see it. I already know, I already know.
1: (laughs) I mean, I mean, Ruby Soho and Chris are gonna settle us in the ring. They we'll gonna get a chance to sell in the ring, so we'll see.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I can't wait. Holy That's shit. gonna be a great. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh That's my god! You know what? Fuck that. That's a good segue to go to number five because it's. I have Christian Statlander. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So I can just talk about five and six. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, five and six, Christian Statlander, six Ruby Soho. Of yeah. course, Ruby Soho. You know, she came in hot. She, 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 the crowd, she's over with the crowd. Yes. She, she improved on her mic skills from, the, from WWE. So she perfected her craft in WWE. So now she can blossom and flourish in, in AEW. And you saw out the back and forth promos that she had with Rick Baker. Loved it. Uh, Her in this, you know, in this tournament with Chris Statlander. Oh my God. Can't wait for that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I cannot wait for that. And Christian Stein, like, what, what more can I say? She definitely grew on me because at first the character wasn't clicking with me. I, I didn't know where he was going with mm-hmm. this. But what helped was her linking up with the best friends actually helped me digest it a little bit more. And I understand her quirkiness a little bit more because of the best friends association and her being part of that faction. So that's okay. why I helped. Yeah. Uh number four, Nyla Rose. Ah, oh, you have her high. I do. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right. I do. I do. Second AAW women's champion. Yes. I don't think she'll get enough love for, for her for her title time to Cause she yeah, won the title sure. twice, right? Is it two uh, times? No, it's just, just once. once just once. once because okay. uh Riho beat her the first time
1: and then she I think did she beat Riho for the championship. I think she took it off of Riho. Yeah.
0: Yeah, She took it off. Yeah, she Reho. was
1: the one that beat Riho for it. And that oh. was it. She's fought oh, yeah. for it a couple times, but okay. Since she was champion, I don't think she's ever gotten it back.
0: Yeah, man. She she could talk shit on the mic. Mm-hmm. Uh she can bring it. She's intimidating in the ring. Like she it it clicks. You know, I, I take yeah. notice, she takes her time and she grimy with it in the ring too. She can get nasty. Which I appreciate that too as a heel. Uh, and yeah, that's why I got her a number four, man. You know, former champion. Yeah, she deserves another title run. That's why I thought, like, maybe she already had it. But you're right. You're right. Give her another title run. She a does deserve that. Title run. <laughs> she deserves bro. that. Yeah. All right. All right. Number three. Shida.
1: <laughs>
0: yes. Hiru. <laughs> Shida. Yes. Yes one of the longest not one of the of the, the longest aew womens champion mm-hmm. uh i felt like this was a missed opportunity on her championship run in the beginning during the pandemic area uh that was a great opportunity to give us more an in-depth look about who is Sheeta, what what like why like what is her like i want to hear her talk about her championship reign what is she gonna bring what type of t- championship or what type of champion she wants to be. I want to hear all that. Uh, We didn't really get that from, you know, from a verbal aspect, just more of a visual through her, all the defenses she had through her title ring. she was just being a fighter champion that way. But I wanted to see it through her. I wanted to feel it. I wanted to hear it from her mouth. So, but I thought that was a missed opportunity on the character work because she got it in the ring. Yes. Wrestling, she's clean. But uh, I think in the character department, it's coming together now. But it could have came. It, it could have came. It could have came. Uh, ugh, I came to talk right now. It, it could have <laughs> came a lot uh, sooner when she was a champion. Uh, basically, when uh, when early in her career, like could have gave us like all right, little. Even when she was down there in Joshi doing that, was the tag? Was the tag team tournament or? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, doing the tag team tournament. No, 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 not the tag Hold team. T- the
1: the just the the women's uh, championship tournament. The women's yeah. championship
0: tournament. Yeah, yeah. It you know she could have let us know what she's doing down there and then give us you know some type of video package, man. Just mm-hmm, let us know mm-hmm. what's going on. It was nothing, man. It was just just weeks and weeks and weeks of no, yeah. she did not seeing her carrying that title. All right. And then yeah, number two, number one, you know <laughs> you had <laughs> it you yourself. Thunder Rosa, Britt yes. Baker. Yes. What more can you say? The one and two, you know, the the yin and yang. <laughs> uh they they have a great story together. And I think Thunder Rosa is highly in line to get that title off Britt Baker. Yeah. Uh it is I think that's that's the story they, they gotta tell us because the match they had the none the lights out match was shit you know lights just, out like exactly <laughs> the storytelling and I don't think honestly honestly Thunder Rosa got a lot of love that she should have just like Britt Baker because she came out like Britt Baker just came out a whole nother level and then you know I think people a little bit more quiet on the Thunder Rosa side they was talking about more Britt Baker Mm-hmm. on the Lights Out match than Thunder Rosa. But yeah, man, one and two, Britt Baker, Thunder Rosa, the leaders of, of the AEW women's division. You know, this is this is my core, if you want to tell it. Top 20 yeah. core. Yeah. And if you want to build, you know, then, then you can develop, you know, Red Velvet, Anna Jay, because then they, they weren't on my list. I'll put them outside, but you can. Do yeah, that, and that's fair. You know. That's yep. fair. Looking at it, like I do, I do
1: agree with you on those two over Red Velvet and Anna Jay as far as just purely on the the wrestling side and their characters. The only thing is that I guess what I, the, way, the way I built the list was more on who are they, who are they showing, and how do I rank them versus mm. just incorporating everybody. Even like, you know, Emmy Sakura, I thought about, you know, like she's there, she's great. She's like, you know, to me, like that legend type character that you could even showcase her, you know, use her, you know, in some storylines with some of these wrestlers and, you know, just just build off of someone's trying to build their legacy by ending, yeah. you know, this this wrestler who just feels like they're one of the greats. You know what I'm saying? Like there's an opportunity even there. So, you know, for me, um, I don't know. I just feel like doing this it's it's such an interesting <laughs> exercise to do this list, to do this this uh yep. these rankings, because then I start thinking of like, well, okay, so you, we we compile these lists, you've got a top 12, I've got a top 12. And if you tried to book off of these 12 and to say, Hey, I want to get two matches each dynamite out of these this top 12, it wouldn't be a struggle. Like, I feel like I would feel confident putting up two matches a night yep. out of this list and feel like it's going to be a good match. You know, mm-hmm. for you with, with, you could say, Big Swole versus Chris Stanlander or Layla Hirsch versus Thunder Rosa. Yeah. You know, like, just do something like that. And then the next week, Mix it up, you know, and have Nyla Rose versus, you know, Tay Conti or Abaddon versus, you know, Serena Deeb. Just just randomly yeah. picking them. I'm literally <laughs> just being random. No yeah, story, I see you going random. No like, you going yeah. random. Just jumping around. But yeah. then, you know, let that build into a story. You know, tell a story within that. You know, there's something personal going on. Maybe they've crossed paths on the indies and they mm-hmm. can talk about that. You know, like there's so much that they could do and this this core of you know 12 to 14 women that we just described yes is enough to say you have a solid women's division nxt <laughs> raw smackdown they basically had the same numbers you know you probably would say there's like 12 to 14 women there and maybe we would see you know five to six, like every, every, so uh, every single week uh, associate, basically. Yep. And so with this number, 12 to 14, and all we're saying is just add one more match to what you're doing. Not incorporate all of them every week. We're not saying (laughs) put this entire list of 12 on Dynamite every week or on Rampage every week. No. What we're saying is using this core. Yes. Add one more. Mm-hmm. Just add one more. That's it. And then at least then that's you can simple. say, okay, we're investing a little bit more as far as women's wrestling. Cause the promos, that's cool too. But to, to, to see two matches and to let these women go and showcase what they can do in this era of, you know, the women's revolution and, you know, just women's wrestling being on an all time high right now, it, it's a missed opportunity not to, mm-hmm. and the excuses are out the window when you look at lists like this and you say, they're all talented. The, all these women here are there. We're not talking about, like, on Dark, they'll bring out people that you've never heard of before who, yeah, they're super green, and I'm not saying put them on <laughs> no. Dynamite. No. No. But this group, yes. You could pick some do. This is
0: some high-quality shit right here. This yes. Is, this, <laughs> this is high-quality. They're really fucking good. <laughs> <You> <laughs> right.
1: know, like, Come at on. the bottom. At the bottom of I got your banger, list. Banger, 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 banger. You had, you had Abaddon Abaddon at twelve. At twelve at the bottom of your list. Come on, man. Like you telling me that <laughs> with a roster that deep, you can't get two matches. <laughs> two. <laughs> Come on. I think Come because
0: on. of doing these rankings, especially for the women's side. Bro, I'm sorry, I'm done with the excuses. I I don't understand. I don't understand now because we talked about this at this point. Fuck being patient.
1: That's it. it. I'm done. I cannot. No. Yeah. When I was doing this, I said, This is ridiculous. This is crazy. This is crazy. Like, I don't understand why anybody could why anyone could think they could even we was texting each other when I
0: when I told them I'm like, bro, this don't Uh make no fucking sense when I'm doing this top 12 for the women. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I'm I'm like, you really trying to tell me to be patient when you got all this talent? Even if you just said the top 10 from both, it's enough. And we did 12. (laughs) We did 12. I'm telling you, the crowd loves Anna Jay. They love Anna Jay. She's part of the Dark Order. You can't go wrong. Put her in a match.
0: I'm red interested. velvet.
1: Like, come on. Like, I don't understand. I don't get it.
0: Don't I'm get actually it. interested if 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 there's holes in our argument. If there are, literally, because we just broke this shit down to a science, bro. We, because <laughs> <laughs> even well, okay. So what I'm already anticipating
1: is we've we've heard some of these things already, right? You know, uh, Thunder Rosa has got a lot going on outside of AEW, right? So that's why maybe she can't be there at every show. But like I just said, I mean, Thunder Rosa this week, she's she was on Dark, you know, and now she's going to be on mm-hmm. Dynamite again. She's officially a part of the AEW roster. She so going she's forward, done with NWA. Right. So, and I know she has some, she has her own, like, Yeah, Mission Pro Wrestling down right.
0: there in Texas. That's her own promotion. Exactly. Yep.
1: But, you know, even if you take her out of it, what do yeah. you say about Hikaru Shida? What do you say about Chris Statlander? What do you say about Te Conti, about Serena Deed, about Nala Rose? I mean, come on, man. I'm not even mentioning the <laughs> champion, Dr. Britt Baker. <laughs> like, right. Seriously. Why is it that we haven't seen Abaddon? Like, what's going on? Like, Really? Like I don't understand. I, I I really don't understand it's- the two people that they do feature. Like I said, I feel like they are showing because Anna J is in the Dark <laughs> Order, so we do get to see her. But she doesn't wrestle as often. And Red Velvet. Okay, even if I gave you those two and said, yeah, yeah. they're green. You know, like they still feel like they need some work, even though we we see them wrestle. Mm. But even if you want to throw those out, Layla Hirsch. Then then take one of them out and put Layla Hirsch in there. You know, take out. Red Velvet, and put in Big Swole. Now what do you got to say? What do you got to say? Big Swole Green? <laughs> like, like, come on. Like, really? <laughs> on the mic and in the ring. Like, stop it. You mentioned that whole thing. Like, Diamante is another one, too. It's like, because of what... I, I don't understand. To <laughs> me, we, 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 are, we are on the same page, so it's hard to... Like, even try to come up with what that other side is going to say. So,
0: because and- I'm, I'm trying to think, I'm like, all right, because they mentioned, I actually took that into account when they said, all right, you know, Red Velvet, she still needs to be developed. Anna J, still, need. I'm like, cool, I won't mention them. I'll still mm-hmm. come out with another 12 bangers, and I yeah. did without yeah. them. <laughs>
1: yeah. But, and, and for me, I feel like, yeah, uh, even though. It, it's it still doesn't work for me even with those two because sure you can say that their wrestling isn't isn't like a hundred percent there but then look at like you know every even WWE's women's division has women like them that are not fully developed that get to show up and wrestle every you know like more often than mm-hmm. what we see from AEW like I I don't I don't buy it I mean. It just doesn't make sense. And to me, they are solid enough that if you have them go against someone who is like a Hikaru Shida or a Chris Statlander or a Ruby Soho, that it's going to be a strong matchup. If you put Red Velvet right now against Ruby Soho or a Shida in a matchup, it's going to be a solid matchup. Will there be miscues? Sure. But you know what? That crowd is going to be in support Damn. of that matchup regardless. I going to say they're not going to
0: be like, Oh, you you fucked
1: up. You, right, right. <laughs> like, I don't understand. I just, to me, it doesn't make sense. Like, even there are some people that are way more green than Red Velvet and Anna Jay, you know. Yeah. So, the whole green thing to me is all just bullshit. Like, her matchup with Jay Cargill, you know, that first matchup that they had, yes, there were some miscues and all that, but it was still an entertaining matchup. And what? watch this match. They're, it was so entertaining. Guess what? They're going to do it again in the tournament. Mm-hmm they feel like they have something there and they're going to go ahead and do it again. Like, so clearly it really wasn't that bad. <laughs> you know? They're running it back. <laughs> <'cause> <laughs> there's a story there, you know, like oh, I'll say this yeah. too. I'll say this, that the only thing mm. that I would accept as a, as a kind of a, you know, I want two matches, right? I want them to at least jump up to two matches, but yeah. maybe even more importantly than that would be storylines like actual storylines for the wrestlers, right? So for Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa and Ruby Soho and Hikaru Shida to have stories that are engaging and all that, like that to me is even next level beyond just two matches, is for all of them to have engaging stories going on. And, you know, they're all trying to do their own thing. Like Thunder Rosa has a, a, a vlog. You know, I've seen some of these other women too have vlogs you know, like I mean everybody in AEW has a vlog. Sammy Guevara has a vlog. Like everybody <laughs> right. has
0: Sammy's vlogs.
1: Vlog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they're trying to get their stories across, but you know, where I want to see it happen on TNT, you know, eventually when they move to TBS, yeah. give them actual stories. Um, but I feel like even what would be easier for AEW because they've got so many wrestlers and so many people, is if you can't focus and have the the writers or whoever come up with solid storylines right up to jump, just just have them have that extra match, mm-hmm. let people see them, know that they're talented in the ring, and can start to support them. And then maybe something organically happens that you can then create a story around, and then that can be where Deal your storytelling from. comes from. Yeah. So
0: that's that's my yeah, point. That, so like to your point, because that uh Sheeta and Serena D, they could have built from that. Yeah. Exactly. And they, they didn't. You know, like
1: you had Serena Deeb attack her after the fact, you know, but it feels like it's not really going anywhere, you know, and that just doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense when you have like a damn near five-star matchup. How do you not build off of that?
0: Blew the roof off with that.
1: Yeah, it was a great matchup. So anyway, not to belabor this too much. I love the fact that you <laughs> took that into account with those two, with Red Velvet and Anna not, I'm not, not going to run away from those two because I feel like those two do deserve some respect here. At but at the same time, I hear you as far as so even if I did take those two out, guess what? I got Big Swole and Layla Hirsch. <laughs> <laughs> so now what? <laughs> you know, like that's
0: great. What else you got? <laughs> what else you got? <laughs> like, perfect. <laughs> perfect. So I feel
1: like the two lists complement each other in that way. That, you know, we've got it covered from, from both sides. So that's great. All right. That was fun. We're gonna have to. To to jump
0: in that more, we're not going to shut up about this. That, nah. Damn it, I'm
1: tired of the excuses. This we're going to possibly
0: keep we can probably get the most engagement out of this episode because we might ruffle some feathers in this one. I know we did in the last episode yeah. of of the Boomer Bus, yeah, for, for for AEW Champions side, but now for the <laughs> women's here. <laughs> hey, bring it on! It's all good. You know, oh. at this,
1: this point, we're just going
0: to speak our minds and
1: tell the yes, truth. And, and at the end of the day, what we want is for them to be choked. NXT, no NXT, AEW's women's division, (laughs) I feel like has great wrestlers, great wrestlers. At the bottom of the rankings, there are some that's like, okay, you can say they're still a work in progress. But from 10 through to one, they've got great wrestlers, great characters, great wrestlers that deserve more than one match on a dynamite or one match on a rampage specifically dynamite because it's two hours but rampage they can figure that shit out too give them two matches just one more match just that's it no one's saying the division is shitty it's the booking and it's the disrespect because they're not finding time to showcase the talent just one more match that's all we want that's all we want. want. (laughs) That's that's so hard to ask. This debate will will probably never end until they finally cave and and Mm. give us that one more (laughs) match. So here, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) take it,
0: take it. All right, let me see it again next week. Right, exactly, exactly.
1: (laughs) Don't just give it to us once. We want that to be consistent. Mm -hmm. All right, let's let's get into some predictions here. Um, So, AEW. Full gear predictions. Uh, Right now, we know of eight matches. All right, but we're going to go ahead and jump into this. Uh, Buy-in, we're not sure what that's going to be yet. They haven't really announced that. And Dynamite is tomorrow. So we're going to get more info probably tomorrow and Friday before uh, the Saturday pay-per-view. But, um, you know, definitely looking forward to this. Um, And, uh, yeah, you're going to be watching this. It's going to be fun uh, checking that out and seeing – you know this all live so we'll check all that out but first off let's let's go down this list here Uh, i'm gonna go let's go backwards order here uh christian cage and the jurassic express versus the super click we're gonna start with that matchup and this one has a stipulation of falls count anywhere all right so Devin, i'm gonna start with you Mm. Who you got winning this matchup? You got the Jurassic Express or the Super Click? Based off your rankings, I think I know where you're going, but.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. Using that foresight already. I love it. (laughs) Of course, Adam Cole. It's all about the boom. (laughs) Hey, well, I got them going over Christian Cage and Jurassic Express. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be a bank because this is this is fall counts anywhere. So that's a lovely stipulation for for these two teams. I think it's fitting too. So, uh, but I, I could see definitely the click using that stipulation to their advantage more so than Jurassic Express and Christian Cage.
1: Yeah, I won't take too much time here. Super Click, Super Click for the win. Mm. Adam Cole and the boys. I got Adam Cole and the Bucks, I should Boom. say, getting that win. Yes, yes, putting them down. And yeah, just a great matchup. But I want this to to go off into a uh one-on-one feud between Adam Cole and Jungle Boy. I think that's the the next step for me with this feud is I want to see those two at one-on-one. Same. Uh, so next up, <laughs> same. Exactly, exactly. I want that. Next up, uh, let's go. Let's go to this one. Uh, the inner circle versus uh what we call it, American top team. Uh in a Minneapolis street. Fight. So on the let's see on the, the American top team side, obviously we got Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. You also have Junior Dos Santos, Andre mm-hmm. Arlovski, and the mouthpiece yeah. himself, <laughs> Dan Lambert. Lambert. <laughs> Man, his reaction to when he when they said it was gonna be him as their final pick too was great. Like he Dan-
0: when, he, when he when he first mentioned himself as the first member, <laughs> I created top team. Me, me. Don't forget about me. Right, right. <laughs> hey, that's
1: on him. So yep. uh, this one for me, um, pretty straightforward pick. I'm going with the inner circle to to win this matchup here. Um, could American top team pull this off and have the swerve? Uh, yeah, maybe, I guess they could, but I'm not going with that. You're going with the inner circle to pull off the victory. Um, yeah. So that's what I'm going with. No, said there. Who
0: you got? Yeah, same bro. Inner circle. This is a feel good <laughs> moment for the crowd. Taking a yes. sing-along. you yes. know, I'm becoming, 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 you know, this is, this, this is, I, I see it, you know, uh, I, Yeah top team is not winning. I don't see Ethan Page, Scorpio Sky, getting the dub because they haven't shown me anything that they're investing the time for these two gentlemen. So, yeah. Intercept. Yeah.
1: All right. So, uh, yeah, we're it's, it's pretty straightforward with that one. <laughs> Lucha Bros. The Lucha Bros are back uh, wrestling together for the tag team championships. They're going to defend their titles against FTR, Dax Harwood, and Cash Wheeler. Yes.
0: Who you this got. is pretty easy. This is pretty yeah, easy. You, yeah, Lucha Bros.
1: Lucha Bros. Yeah. Yeah. I Lucha, Lucha, Bros. Yeah. I think they not losing those time not, Right. Yeah. I'm not <laughs> buying this. I'm not buying this at all. Let me the ask lose. you this:
0: Does that affect the the level, the quality? Not the quality, but maybe the anticipation of this match? Yes, it does.
1: It does because you know, on paper, you would say, "Yeah, oh wow," you know, Lucha Bros. versus FTR. But I don't know. I just. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not really that excited for. Oh, who's gonna win? But I know that it's gonna be a strong match. I'm sure that you know it's, it'll it's, deliver. It's gonna deliver. It's gonna do yeah. its thing. But I'm not really like you know. This is one of my top uh, most anticipated matches on the card. It might be my least anticipated match on the card, honestly. Mm. So I feel like there's really not been. I mean, there's been a build, but I really just haven't really cared much about the build.
0: It's so been quiet.
1: They've been very been quiet. quiet. Yeah, very quiet. So um, let's go to a match that has gotten some, some pretty big build recently, and mm. that's uh, CM Punk versus Eddie Kingston. Let's go straight to that match there. Um, this one, I have no idea which way they're going to go with this man because <laughs> um, the way that that last one ended, it seemed like Eddie Kingston, he, it, it, like it flipped. And if if they're listening to the crowd and if they're paying attention to the moment, it feels like this could be a great moment for Eddie Kingston. Yeah. You know, so it would be something for them to do that. But I do think that they're going to have CM Punk win the matchup. And Eddie Kingston himself said, it doesn't really matter if I win or lose. I'm just going to beat you up. Like, that's really it. He, he copped to it himself. So mm-hmm. maybe that's him telling on himself, like, look, I'm going to lose the matchup. But I'm gonna beat the shit out you, and I'm gonna get my pound of, pound of flesh, basically, in the process. So, um, I do think it'll be CM Punk, but I wouldn't be surprised if if Eddie Kingston were to come out with a victory and, and shock us all. Like that'd be, it, it'd be an interesting moment, and maybe, you know, if the crowd is really with Eddie, could that lead to a? I don't know. Maybe it's too soon for a heel turn, but that could start the foundation for an eventual CM Punk. He'll turn with something mm. organic like everyone siding with Eddie over him. Like yeah. that yeah. could be something. So but I got CM Punk winning this matchup.
0: Yeah, the same. I got CM Punk as well, just straightforward. Uh I think it will be a close match though. You know, you know Eddie Kingston, he's gonna go out there and put it all and die on his shield. I know that. Uh, but that would be interesting if Eddie do does pull up the upset. Uh, I would just say if they go that route, you know, don't waste it cuz this is mm-hmm. CM Punk's first loss. Make it count. Where are you going where are you going to take this win for Eddie Kingston? Where are you going to take this loss for CM Punk? Like does it, does does he doubt himself? Does he like you said now now we do we get like a heel turn from uh, CM mm-hmm. Punk like like does is that one of the foundations right there to start it? So that that's that you know that's what I would say about if you're gonna go that route for Andy, Eddie Kingston to win over CM Punk, but yeah, CM Punk all day for that one. Okay.
1: undefeated. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, still undefeated. That's yep. true. That's true. So to have that first loss, yeah, you're right about that. Um, all right. I think they're gonna start to get harder from here. Um, I'm gonna save the two the men's and the women's championship matches for last. So we're gonna jump into. Uh let's do Darby Allen versus MJF. Um, this matchup, a lot of build here. Um, you know, basically with the four pillars comment from MJF. You know, that came from this feud. Also, MJF talking about, you know, the car accident, and Darby Allen should have been the one that died, and uh, just um. all the crazy shit that he's been saying to Darby throughout this whole feud. Um, it's been it's been one. It's been one. Now, yeah. This is one MJF recently, too, was saying, you know, I'll I'll beat you with like a like a wrist lock or something like some basic wrestling move. He was saying if he wanted to, he could. And, uh, you know, I don't think that that's going to happen. But I can see MJF trying to prove a point and then cheating and like trying to, you know, get go over that way. Um, Ah, this is tough. This is tough because both of them, I feel like they both kind of need to win. Like, MJF... It yeah, who's like, who needs it more? But both of them, it would feel like if they lost, it would affect both of them. Because MJF has been talking so
0: much shit
1: that if for him to lose,
0: just... <laughs> like, then what? Like, you know, all that he, stuff that you were talking he still, about. He's still perfect. He hasn't lost yet. Right. In singles. Right,
1: right. I mean, Darby, if he loses... I guess he could. They could still build to like a rematch, you know, and and yeah. maybe kind of build it that way. Like if MJF cheats, then Darby could be like, oh, you know, you said you were going to do a wrestling match, and then you use the ring or whatever. Yeah. Let's do a you know no DQ match or some shit like that. Um, gosh, I'm gonna go with MJF, man. I'm gonna go with MJF to win this matchup. I yeah, came man. in thinking I was gonna pick Darby, really? but yeah, just because. You know, it feels like the way they've been telling the story, MJF has been saying so much bullshit to Darby that usually something like that, that guy doesn't get rewarded for talking all that shit. It's like, okay, he's going to get his comeuppance and Darby will get his revenge here. But I'm thinking long-term with this, I feel like, I mean, maybe this is just my desire. Like, I don't, I feel like this is a a feud that I could see continuing on past this. Um, Mm. Do they see it that way? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. But I'm kind of making this pick based off the idea that I want this to be a long-term story. So I'm going to go with MJF uh, winning to continue the story. All
0: right. I got MJF winning, but I I don't... I do think this story is over, though. I don't feel, you know, that they would continue it past full year. Uh, No, I Cause I feel that just the way this this feud is at, it's at its, it's at its pinnacle. <laughs> <laughs> nah, no pun intended, but uh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, for Darby Allen, I think he can take a L. Mm.
1: Mm, I think he slow,
0: will it slow down his momentum. I don't think so. Maybe Sting will, cause Sting still helps out. You yeah. know, just from a visual standpoint, like yeah. man, he, he, you know, you got Sting in your corner. I don't think, I don't think he loses anything because MJF is gonna win by heel tactics. I can guarantee that. He yeah, wins in try. regular wrestling yeah. matches, yeah. right? Wrestling yeah. matches is his wheelhouse. Yeah. You know, if this yeah. was a different stipulation, cage or that's what a, I'm saying. I, yeah, i feel like saying
1: I feel like we'll see a, ma- a stipulation match like that. Like we need to Super get there. It's over. Yeah. So that's what yeah. You're this saying, is the first right? one to get us there. Yes.
0: Okay. Okay. I, I see you now. I see what you're talking about now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm connecting the dots. Okay. Yeah. Because you got <laughs> to, to see your point. Yeah. Like in this in this regular matchup,
1: this is MJF's world. But yeah. let Darby, you know, take him to like a cage match or a false Count Anywhere, and yeah, he's he's in his element now. So and that that speaks more to a rematch, you know, because right now this we got what we got unless they change it, unless on Dynamite they add a stipulation to it, then we're both. You might get a text from me saying, "Hey man, Darby's about to win this because they're going back to the warehouse." <laughs> you know, they're going back to cinematic. <laughs> this
0: just gonna be there. <laughs> oh, just because you said it, I'm not saying it is decided for this pick. <laughs> because that's a good point because they can add a stipulation to that and that can affect my pick man
1: yeah if they add a stipulation I don't know right now though I'm going to stick with MJF winning because I feel like at this point they won't add the stipulation they're going to keep it a regular matchup and then we get a rematch because that's what I want I want MJF to win even make people hate him even more and then then Darby's like let's do it this way and MJF would be like, I can beat you in your match. Oh, he's full of himself. And then he loses in the rematch. Let's do it that way. But, yeah. Okay. So,
0: I'm cool. I'm good cool with it. Yeah. <laughs> so we're both MJF, at least. MJF. Right. You know, MJF. Yeah, yeah, for right MJF. now. Tentative. <laughs> all right. Until we watch down, uh, you know, uh, TNT Dynamite. Dynamite. Yeah. And they'll say, like, oh, all right, cage or no disqualifications match. I'm like, ah, oh, shit. Right. Right.
1: <laughs> uh, like. It all changes. <laughs> like, like, oh shit!
0: Like, oh, I'm gonna oh, change my pick. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, another one that's a tough one to, to choose, and this one, oh my goodness, I just, I, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling. I'm struggling with this yeah. one. The AEW World Championship Eliminator Tournament Final. <sighs> yeah. Brian Danielson versus Motherfucking Miro. <laughs> God's former favorite champion. Yep. Is he his favorite again? We no. will find out. <laughs> and you said no.
0: <laughs> Instantly. I know he's favorite. <laughs> no hesitation, no. <laughs> Man,
1: this right here, you you go first because I literally, I, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Bro. I don't know.
0: First of all, this match is going to slap. We yeah. know that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be painful to watch that time. We know that. All right. But who we who will come out with the dub? Yeah. That is the question right there. <laughs> and that is a tough question because these guys can go. They're on the top of the on their game right now. Yep. Miro, Fire, all cylinders, Brian Dennison been twenty twenty one has been his year. All right. Period. He's he, next year. To your point, last week you said when PWI come out, he better be number one, bro. Yeah, he better be. If yeah. he keeps this trend right now, he better be, bro. Well, we're almost done with the year. Never mind. He better be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Uh, but I'm gonna go with DB.
1: Oh,
0: or BD. I'm saying B- BD. BD. <laughs> BD. I'm sorry. Right, right. Brian Dennis. I gotta go. It's, it's tough. It's like, yeah. uh, it's. I, I'm not even hating anybody. Want to pick Miro against Brian yeah. Danielson? Because honestly, it could go either way. Uh. But Brian Danielson has been on a roll, bro. He's been on a roll. And I, th- oh my god, yeah, Miro's gonna take an L. Can he right. Take an L? Uh, I don't know. Depends on the match, I guess. Let's see, that's yeah, I can't answer that. Depends on that match. Depends how hard he fight his ass off in that wrestling match, man. If he gets everything, like everything, you going to get all of oh, his yeah. work, DB. I'm gonna make you bleed. I'm gonna make, I'm gonna turn your chest into taco meat, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna no, feel man. me. Uh. Like, if he lose like that, I'm like, all right, all right. Yeah. Not no, you know, most powerful move in the in the world. No shit. Oh like that. yeah. <laughs> roll up.
1: No. No. Oh man. Shout out to, to Simon Ups and Downs. I've been watching his show too. And just there have been people that have been holding up signs at AEW uh events. You know, Simon, give me an up, you know, and I'm just like, <laughs> wow, man. Like the fans are really showing up. So That's what's man, up. congrats to that man. Um I'm going to go with Miro. I'm going to go with Miro. I think Miro wins. I think it's weird, too, because Miro is the replacement for Moxley, and he came out of nowhere. But I feel like, you know, there's something about this. Brian is the kind of guy who he's cool putting people over.
0: That's true. That's
1: true. And so yeah. I feel like it would it wouldn't bother him to do that for Miro. You know, and to give him that shine. You know, would he have hey, beaten Moxley? The WWE guy, I got your back. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. You know. Um, had it been Moxley, would it be different? We'll never know. But, you know, I, I, there's something that tells me that Miro is going to do this. That he's gonna get this opportunity to to fight for the AEW World Championship. Um, it just seems like it's it's this is a great time to do it. And Brian taking his first L here against Miro. I mean, it, it would be believable. It's just like Miro has been destroying people. And if he gets him in that freaking, you know, that submission, there's no way. Like he's, he's going to tap or pass out or whatever. I just, it's going to be crazy. As a fan watching this matchup, I'm going to be rooting for Brian Danielson. Yeah. Because I just I just love Brian Danielson. But if me I'm too. thinking about the booking, I think the way they're gonna book this is to have Miro win and be the competitor for the champion. And I almost want to segue right into that one, but I'm gonna hold off because why are you teasing me job. like that? <laughs> it would have been the perfect segue, <laughs> but we have not talked about. The AEW Women's Championship right. matchup. Right. So we got to get that one in. Right. So Dr. <laughs> Britt Baker, DMD versus Tay Conti. So this matchup here, I love Tay Conti. I love, love, yeah. love Tay Conti. Yeah. And I feel like this is a wonderful spot for her to be in, being, you know, out of pay-per-view, fighting for the title. The last time she fought for the title, it was just on Dynamite. So mm-hmm. here doing it at a pay-per-view. I think it's a great opportunity for her to be, you know, at the top of uh, just in the limelight for AEW in this way. Um, but having said that, though, I do not feel like the title is going to change hands right now. I still feel like we're building the the championship, um, adding more prestige to it. Mm-hmm. Dr. Britt Baker, she's on fire. It doesn't feel like the timing is right. And when we talked about our our rankings, you know, Thunder Rosa seems to be the collision course. That seems to be the person that eventually she's going to have to go against. The only way that that would change, I think, is if Thunder Rosa were to win, say, the TBS championship. Like maybe that changes everything, but I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. So I think that the collision course is Dr. Britt Baker Mm -hmm. and Thunder Rosa. So, I say, Dr. Britt Baker wins this matchup, retains, and is still our AEW Women's Champion. Well said. Well said. I'm not going
0: to piggyback off that because we already know it's Britt Baker DMD. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna fight your ass off. You deserve this spot. Take out. Mm-hmm. but we already know what it is. It's just formalities. All right, Britt Baker DMD all right done done
1: <laughs> now there we go let's go you know how i was rushing this <laughs> That's not you want to get, that cliffhanger there. <laughs> this match is years in the making we you know predict this match a couple times been wanting to see this match ever since they were a tag team um you know oh my god the the story you know adam Heyman page has been in the elite and You know, the drinking and, you know, they were again, they were in a tag team and they were champions and, you know, falling out with the elite and uh, Kenny Mega left him in the middle of the ring by himself and looked like he was going to turn on him, looked like Adam was going to turn on him. There's been so much going on with these two. And now here we are, finally, after, you know, all these years, after, you know, ups and downs and pitfalls and Kenny not being quite the champion we wanted him to be necessarily. But we're here, and I'm hyped. I am hyped for this matchup. We have got Adam Hangman Page mm-hmm. versus Kenny, by God, Omega for <laughs> the <laughs> AEW World Championship. Woo. Here we go. So, yeah, this matchup is it's, it's going to be 30-plus minutes, probably. <laughs> it will. It will. It will. 25 I have minimum. <laughs> yes. 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 Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. You know, I can't wait to see it. My pick for this is, is been the same since I thought this match was going to happen. I said, when Moxie was champion, I said, Kenny Omega was going to be the guy to beat him. And then I said, Adam Hangman Page would be the guy to beat Kenny Omega. I said it then. So years ago, i had said that. So I'm saying it now. I'm yeah. sticking with that pick. I've got Adam Hangman Page winning and Finally becoming AEW champion, closing off that road where, you know, he was in that first matchup for the championship, lost to Jericho. We didn't mm-hmm. think he was ready for it. Now to come full circle. And here he is again fighting for the championship and he feels damn ready for it. It's about time. Let's go. Adam Hangman Page, your new AEW world champion. That's my. Mm.
0: Point. Mm. So. Let me ask you this question. <laughs> this is going to be interesting because – the okay, you go, you go. Ask me the question. Me the question. <laughs> you probably already know I'm going with this, though. So you see – I already know, yeah, it makes perfect sense why Adam Hangman Page would win. But going for it, his next defense, you see him going against Miro. Yep. Yep. And so Miro can take the L from ca- from Cowboy. Yes. You don't think that would have a bigger impact if he was to give that L to Daniel or hold on, Brian Danielson? If
1: if 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 wait, the bigger impact for Adam Hangman Page to beat Daniel over beating Miro. Right. I mean, you're not wrong. I just don't feel like I want to see those two wrestle, but I feel like it makes more sense just because Miro being the heel he is just he's a great heel. I feel like that's a that's a perfect matchup for a face Adam Hangman page, like just first villain to try to stop, you know, like and <laughs> and it, it just I mean, seriously, just on a basic level. Right. Like he's the hero. He's like a, a great hero. And to, to have him go against a guy like Miro, who's scary, is all hell. You know, he's Bane, basically, man, breaking people. You know, breaking backs. Not breaking like, backs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and just the promo work you're going to get from Miro and, you know, him thinking Oof. he's right there, back to being God's favorite champion. And Hangman is just Hangman. He's just going to come out looking like a million bucks being like, No. Not today. Not letting it happen. Uh-uh. Not on my watch. <laughs> you know, and he's gonna have a beer afterwards. So I think that yes, it, as far as name value, it would be bigger for Brian to for Adam to beat Brian, but as far as storytelling, I just see it being the more natural pick to go with Miro. Now, and again, I'm not opposed to Hangman versus versus Daniel or versus Brian, I should say. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Um as a as a as a matchup, just as a pure matchup is a great match. I could see it happening.
0: And they could tell a great story too. Absolutely. AEW yeah, do a lot of those matchups, just pure matchups as opposed right. to the typical healing and face story. Exactly.
1: But I guess I I don't I see I, I feel like what's going to happen is that we're going to get Brian versus Kenny Omega too. Like that matchup is going to happen, mm-hmm. and the way this is all going, I feel like when Brian fights for that championship, more than likely he's going to win. Like he's going to get the championship. Now, I'm, he's the kind of guy that would be okay though losing, you know, a championship matchup. So I think that's yeah. fine. But in my heart, I feel like when I see him fight for the championship, I'm going to want him to win, and I don't want to do that to Hangman right off the bat. Like he just won, and they're going to put him against a guy. Who I really want to win, and I think other fans will be the same way. That they're all be like, "Well, you know, I'm sorry, Hangman. I mean, this is great and all, but it's Brian. Like, I'm gonna, <laughs> so that's gonna be a torn crowd, you know? Like, no, I want, I want right. Hangman right. to like be the clear favorite. Yeah. Everybody wants Hangman to win. Mira comes in there like an asshole, and we're all like, "No, <laughs> like, no," or an MJF, honestly, like an MJF too. That could be another guy where, yeah, I can see eventually Hangman facing him. For the championship, but yeah, Daniel, right away. I feel like maybe down the road, maybe down the road, but but not
0: right now. All right, I, I I was just curious by that, like you know, like how 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 do you like how do how are you seeing that? But you you explained it well. I get it. I get it. I understand. You know, but I just see I see a little bit different because I see the way AEW books. You know, they're more, you know. They're more about wrestling, peer matchups, yes. as opposed to telling stories. So I go with the more, you know, more in favor as I can see Brian Danielson, you know, winning and then facing Adam Haman Page and he loses against Adam Haman Page. And that would carry some weight too. like, bro, you just beat, you know, he's been like, you know, hitting these matches, almost beating everybody because he almost beat uh, Kenny Omega, took him to the took him to the bell, but that will hold some weight though. If you beat him now, that's true. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Like again, that name value
1: of, of beating Brian Danielson would be huge. So I I totally get it. I just, you know, think that as a champion as a, as a first time champion, and as a guy who I think they, they believe in to be like a leader for the company that they're, I don't know that they would challenge him right away with the guy who we're calling the best in the company, period. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Like, I think you kind of hold off on that for a little bit and let him build up to Brian's status somehow, some way. You know, by getting a bunch of W's and building that up.
0: I feel... I feel like Miro is... Like if he's going for the championship, he needs to win. Period. Just 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 the way he's been booked. If he's gonna face Adam Hayman Page, I'm sorry, he needs to win. I don't want to see him lose and then all right, and then we move on and then you don't see Miro, well, maybe for a couple of weeks, and then he's back be. on. Yeah, and you know, and yeah, he's back on that mission statement, or he might change it up. I don't know, but if he's gonna be if he's gonna be the Miro that I know, then he needs to win. I
1: don't. I, I feel like I'd be okay. I feel like I'd be okay with him losing to the AEW World Champion. You know, if it was just like, you know, they're just having a regular matchup. You know, then maybe I'd I'd feel differently about it. But and that's that's Miro's first opportunity in AEW for the World Championship, um, and as a heel, like I I feel like I can accept it. I feel because even so, when Miro lost to uh, Sammy Guevara, yeah. You know, I felt like I did not see that coming. I didn't see Miro losing at that point, but I wasn't mad at Sammy beating him. And I feel like same here Miro for me, didn't really take a step back overall. It was more about, you know, Sammy becoming a champion for the first time and celebrating Sammy and Miro was a great heel and they told a great story and that was it. And I feel like a similar thing, there could be a similar thing there. With Adam, where, you know, Miro, yes, maybe walking into that matchup, you think Miro's going to win. And that's part of the point that it it would feel like Miro is just, he's so, he just be if he beats Brian Danielson and then he's going to go against Adam Hangman Page, <laughs> how the hell are you going to beat this dude, Adam? Yeah, let, congratulations, you just beat Kenny, but guess what? You got to get, Go against the guy that just beat <laughs> Brian Danielson. Like, holy shit. Like I, just, I hear you.
0: I yeah. hear you. Like, he, he, you know, he, he gets the juice from beating Brian Danielson. And he can right. take that. And then that makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah. Carry it over. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know. Yeah, all right. Adam Heyman Page, take it away from him. That's mine now. You know, yep. it's me. Yep. You no, know, I'm all for one. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I get it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, man. man. But what you pick? What, what do you got? Uh, I thought I picked. Oh, yeah. You did not. Uh, oh, yeah. Kenny Omega. Oh, no. Come on. Kenny Omega. Hello. Uh, no, no. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> Adam Heyman Page. Yeah. Okay. I got Adam. him. Okay. Yeah. So we both got Adam okay. Heyman Page.
1: Yeah. I mean, what percentage chance do you give Kenny Omega to retain?
0: That's a good question. You know what? I give him just below 50, so 45. I give yeah. him 45% chance. Okay. I think that's fair, honestly, because there's
1: a part of me that thinks that there's a chance he could win. Yeah. you know, I feel yeah, like if, yeah, if this, Daniel <laughs> wins, if Brian Danielson wins, I'm gonna be thinking, like, oh, shit, they're gonna have Kenny win, and then it'll be Kenny versus Brian Danielson for I the championship. I thought
0: about that too. If they wanted yeah. to go that route, like, yeah, no, would they do that to Adam Heyman Page? Would they detour Again. all this buildup? <laughs> like, no. <laughs> Oh uh, 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 we're we gonna All go right. we gonna change the plans. We're gonna go yeah. Brian Danielson and Dude, man. Kenny Omega. I mean, we're gonna go that route.
1: Cause that matchup was amazing was between fire, Kenny bro. and Brian. It
0: was fire.
1: Like you could argue there's more anticipation now for Kenny versus Brian than there is for this matchup coming up on, on Saturday. <laughs> there could be an argument made. For me, in my heart, I'm like, you look, I love that matchup, but this has been years in the making like I want to see Adam as
0: champion but but because we saw that match and they went bail to bail with a draw with a draw and that wasn't even for the fucking title just think it was Right. for the t- title title Idol. yeah <laughs>
1: that's that's why I, man I could see it I could see it I like hey Adam you know you know you you had a child that's great that's a wonderful thing it's a gift um but during that time you know, like this dude Brian Daniels
0: came in and uh you know, my hands are tied right now. Oh. <laughs> you know, my hands are hot right now, just right. Uh... I gotta go with the hot hand. You know how <laughs> it right, is. Right. You know? Your time will come. Your time will come. Right, right. we'll get you back. We'll, get you, we'll build you back up. You know, and then you'll be oh, hot. Hot again.
1: man.
0: The fans will be cool because they'll be patient enough to accept that.
1: Yeah, no. AEW fans are patient. They're patient.
0: Yeah.
1: It's okay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It's gonna be interesting to see. But yeah, let's see. I just want to make sure that we didn't miss any of the matches. We got yeah, we everybody. Everything. Man. Yeah, yeah. So that does it. That uh, that go. We went through all of the matches. Uh, for full gear coming up this Saturday. Yeah. It's gonna be a fun pay per view overall. Um, mm. We pretty much agreed on on most of these matches. I think really the only one was the Brian Danielson and Miro matchup that we had a, a real just disagreement on as far as the finish that I'm looking at here. So yeah yeah mm. just it'll be interesting it'll be interesting to see but I, I'll be rooting for Brian Danielson. I'll tell you that right now. Just I, I just I'm a big fan of Brian Danielson and if he wins and you know I, I'll be happy either way so I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't be mad about being wrong in a prediction there but just mm. booking wise, I feel like, you know, probably be Miro, but we'll see. We'll see. So, you know, either way, it's going to be a fun card.
0: Uh, But I'm excited for Full Gear, man. It's going to be fun. fun. Yes,
1: yes. But that does it for that. Uh, I guess, yeah, any final thoughts overall before we call it an episode?
0: It's I had fun breaking down the AEW roster on the men's and the women's side, especially the women's side. Especially the women's especially, side. Especially the women's side, I man. I think we have some some key points. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Hashtag. To be to be highlighted. Patient. Ooh, I like that. Fuck being patient. Hashtag.
1: Yeah.
0: Hashtag. If y'all wanna tag us down Twitter. Tag is that, (laughs) fuck being patient. Fuck being patient. Right. (laughs) Rocking with the women's division, let's go. We just gave y'all 12 bangers. Yes, oh my God. All right, so that's gonna do it. But before we go, as always
1: with every episode, at the end of every every episode, Devin, please tell the people where they can catch us.
0: Yes, 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 all the time. You can always find us on the one stop and shop website clarkstreetwrestling.com forward slash store as well because we have all of our merchandise we've got we have cups we got caps as well just to let you know caps coming soon got a little mentor winter caps coming soon as well coffee cups blankets hoodies and last but not least i'm gonna make it last because we're getting heading into winter season (laughs) <laughs> you know, and Beach towels is not at the top of my mind. Right, for us but, here in the Midwest. Right, right, uh, but for our uh, listeners down there. Somewhere tropical. Tropical, hey, nice and warm. Right, you. right, right. We got you, you know. <laughs> yeah, even there in Saudi, because we got listeners in Saudi now yes. out there during that nice weather. Enjoy the Beach towels. Get your motherfucking Beach towels. all right? <laughs> and catch all of our audio episodes as well. On the Clark Street Wrestling website and our platform, social platforms Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. Yes, and of course, YouTube, where you catch all of our season three and exclusive only content after hours. That's right. Exclusively only on YouTube. Not on Spotify, not on Amazon Music. You can't tell Alexa, hey, pull up After Hours. No. Go to YouTube, subscribe, hit that like and don't hit that dislike. Go get that smoke. All right? <laughs> it is decided. It is wrestling.com. <laughs> get it. St for the abbreviation. Let's go. For your pleasure. There we go. There we go. That's
1: it. <laughs> so for this episode, that is going to do it. The top 12 for the AEW women's division. Top 12 for the AEW men's division. And the prediction show for AEW Full Gear this Saturday live on pay-per-view. Yes. That is
0: going to do it. So for Devin, I'm Hafiz. We'll catch you guys next time. Peace. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast. Fuck being patient. Fuck being Dumb. patient. That's right. <laughs> All right. <laughs>